0: Welcome to the Short Funk podcast. I'm Tom Barbalet. I've been talking for a little bit too long now. Associated with a new podcast I'm going to launch, talking about I don't know what I want to call it. I'm calling it post-politics. I think that's probably the easiest way to describe it. Like future political systems and political alternatives to contemporary politics. And while the audio will be coming together for said podcast relatively swiftly. I'm still waiting for the graphic, which is holding me back, associated with this. I've got the Twitter account. Folks might be able to find the Twitter account if they're interested. And certainly, probably recording number one and recording number two will be done within the next couple of days. So I'm really looking forward to actually getting this podcast out, because I've received a lot of feedback from a lot of folks saying that they're really looking forward to this thing. And quite frankly, I'm looking forward to this thing too. So stay tuned, associated with that. One of the political groups that interests me currently, mainly because they are taking a very critical view associated with the Clinton legacy, let's just call it that, is Black Lives Matter. And what I'm finding here is quite interesting because Black Lives Matter, like there's a real Black Lives Matter and then there's a group of folks that just create these Black Lives Matter protests which aren't actually in any way affiliated With Black Lives Matter. Very curious. So the thing in Dallas where the sniper... Notice I said sniper, for folks who caught that in the previous recording. Anyway, in Dallas where the sniper struck, or really the disgruntled army panty thief fellow, he was attacking a non-official Black Lives Matter protest. Like some of the journalists started hashtagging Black Lives Matter in their Twitter feed, and then it became a Black Lives Matter protest. There was another example on CNN where, again, another randomly created Black Lives Matter protest in nowhere affiliated with Black Lives Matter met a group of rednecks. And originally, this is one of the interesting CNN reports, because I had the distinct sense that this was actually like a created false report, because there were a number of components to it that just didn't ring true. And it was also filmed in a very particular way, and it had like text over the video, which is not really CNN. I mean, CNN will run, you know, lower graphics and things like that, but they won't do kind of sensationalist, like, text over video. So what appears to have happened with that particular Black Lives Matter and Inverted commas protest was just a woman who works for the Hilton decided to have a protest with a group of folk. There wasn't a lot of social media associated with this protest happening, But they got a protest together and also at the same time there were a group of redneck folk who mysteriously were missing the confederate flag. Like they had the American flag and the Texas flag. And normally when you see these kind of protests they have the confederate flag as well. There was no confederate flag present which kind of rubbed me a little bit curiously. It didn't really look like the kind of protests that you normally see opposing a black lives matter protest and the black lives matter folk were also like just a little bit too stylized they didn't really look like i don't know the kind of black lives matter folk that you tend to see affiliated with the real thing so anyway these folk came together and it was all wonderful and cnn ran the story and the story went viral and everyone was happy at the end and no one needed to change anything and the police just continued doing what the police do and everyone was happy don't really think that's actually the narrative associated with the real black lives matter so in an endeavor with this new podcast i wanted to make some initial outreaches to folks that were actually part of what i see as the kind of neo-marxist black lives matter movement that has criticism associated with the clintons really has a keen understanding associated with the industrial prison complex and it turns out that a woman who i want to interview associated with her Native American church rituals and, you know, medicines and these kind of things. I've been wanting to do an interview with her for a few weeks now, couldn't get it together, and then this Black Lives Matter thing happened. So anyway, I contacted her and she put me in contact with a group called White Allies of Black Lives Matter. Now, this is a particularly curious group because the first thing that they wanted me to do before I could even communicate with them was make a donation to them. And also make a donation to one of ten, like, black-run groups, and that would enable me to communicate with them. It's kind of a a jumping in, for want of a better term, to see my affiliation associated with this. I don't pay to play in these circumstances. I donate to charities. I donate to a local community centre to get computers and internet for the kids there. Do few things associated with donations, less than I did last year Donated heavily last year in order to defund the war machine. Didn't quite work out that way. So anyway, I don't know what's gonna happen associated with my communications with Black Lives Matter, but my interest is actually talking to people within Black Lives Matter, not white allies of Black Lives Matter, but actually like Black Lives Matter folk. And failing that, maybe like New Black Panthers or something like that. I want to talk to a like radical Reconstruction folk. That have particular perspectives and could talk about it in a relatively coherent fashion. What I'm looking to do is actually collect political radicals that can talk not just about the way things currently, but also talk about like their projected vision of how we get to where they want to be. Like some degree of intellectual forethought, some degree of kind of critical insight. Let's see really how these ideas are put together as a means of creating a smorgasbord of these ideas to create a perspective of future that has not yet existed in the dialogue to date. That's been my experience so far. I will keep the Short Funk listening audience updated. Tom Barbalay in San Jose signing out.